Greetings, dance floor darlings. You're listening to This Is Disco, a monthly Danny and Kylie Minogue commentary podcast with your hosts Adam Eve and Eliza Day. The kettle's probably on. It's true. I love it. I love it. You gotta hear this song. A wombat. Hello, dance floor darlings, and hello, Eliza. Hello, Adam. I'm so excited. Oh, so am I. How are you doing, darling? Oh, I'm pretty good. I'm sitting here in my Danny Petit's uh, top, Mm, um, mm. wearing my Kylie glasses. Oh, Um, yes. I've got mine on too, funnily enough. (laughs) Excellent. And uh, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to go. How are you? Oh, doing good. I'm in my Minogue family t-shirt and, of course, wearing my Kylie Specs. Excellent. Uh, and uh, feeling ready to get started with this exciting venture that is This Is Disco. It's a long time coming and I've only ever dreamt of this. <laughs> uh, but there'll be a lot of that, I think. I think so. <laughs> I have a list well, of puns and lyrics to insert. Oh, well, look, tonight is going to serve as sort of as a bit of an introduction into what we're really trying to achieve with the podcast. Essentially, the plan is to cover one Danny album one month and one Kylie album the other, and so forth and so forth. Mm -hmm. And we won't just be covering their music, will we, Adam? Oh, no, not at Mm, all. No, no, no. (laughs) And not just film and television either. We are going to be going through Kylie's linen, her wine, Danny's Kmart range from the, I want to say 90s, but is it 80s? It might be. We, 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 should, we should have investigated this. Yes, well, we will investigate it, but maybe we can do an entire fashion episode because oh, that... let's not forget Kylie's lingerie line. Oh, and that's raunchy ad. There's much to talk about. Oh, so that, much. The Minogue sisters bring us so much joy, and obviously that's why we wanted to put this podcast together. So, look, before we do sort of get hot and heavy with you all on an album-by-album basis, month-to-month, Eliza and I figured that we'd share a few stories of our own run-ins with the Minogue sisters, and we'll also be telling you all about our all-time favourite tracks from each of these queens. Yes, but before we um, even make a decision about what album is going to be the first one to uh, be discussed on This Is Disco... Mm. We want some input from you guys. We've narrowed it down to four albums. Are we revealing which four albums they are? Yeah, let's reveal them now. Okay, well, there's two Danny and two Kylie, just Mm. to keep it fair. So do you want Girl? Do you want Neon Nights? Rhythm of Love? Or Aphrodite? Mm. These are the choices. So head on over to our Twitter, which is at This Is Disco, and cast your vote. Perfect. And we're also on Instagram, which is at This Is Disco as well. All one word. The word Minogue first entered my vocabulary in uh, the early 80s, possibly before you were born, Adam. I'm not (laughs) sure. Um, I'm going to be revealing my age, more or less, doing this. I was young talent time, obsessed. I think people think that um, I'm Kylie first, Danny second, but no, no, no. It was the other way around. Yeah. (laughs) It was Danielle all the way for me. So... 
I first went to a taping of Young Talent Time out at the uh, Nunawading Studios um, when I was in grade one. <laughs> um, and I, I was about to say I choked on a lolly that they threw into the audience, but it was, and I'm only saying this for you, Adam, it was a piece of hard candy. Oh, we love a bit of hard candy. <laughs> I know you do. I, I, I found a way to get it into this podcast. And anyway, so that was an amazing experience. And then in 1985... Um, for my eighth birthday, so you know, you maths wizards out there can figure out my age. <laughs> um, my mum took me and my best friend Megan to another taping, and oh. this was about a month after the Henderson kids had launched. At oh. which point, I was like, "There's another one. <laughs> There's another Minogue." Ah. And it was just it was just Danielle's sister, as far as I knew, but that was oh, a, wow. a new obsession was beginning. Anyway, so me and my friend Megan spent all of Saturday afternoon making this amazing sign on a big piece of pink cardboard that said something superbly appropriate for two eight-year-olds. We love Danielle. She is super, super sexy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sexy in gigantic letters that we were planning to take to a taping of a G-rated show. <laughs> Understandably, my mother was not okay with this. and Why? Um, we had to... Um, get markers and cross out the word sexy because uh, totes in a probes. So <laughs> <laughs> we still got to take the sign which said... We love Danielle. She is super, super. Super, super. Stop it. And that's where it ended. Oh. Um, nonetheless, we caught the attention of, I guess, producers or whoever, you know, scouts the audience who came up to us at some point during the show and asked if we wanted to sit with the team at the end of the show <gasps> when they sang All My Loving. No. So dreams do come true. Oh, my God. Um, so we moved. Um, they had us waiting sort of in this stairwell right before the last number, which was this, I can't remember what song they were singing, but they were all in Australian rules football, like team uniforms and stuff. I think they were singing like So Macho or something along those <laughs> lines, you know. And standing right in front of us, I assume waiting to go on and do his routine was Bevan. And oh my gosh. So Bevan turns around and is looking at our sign and read it out loud and we were just starstruck. <laughs> and I was looking at all of them in their sports uniforms, in their AFL, you know, team colours, and I said, What what team does Danielle go for? <laughs> and he straight off the bat goes, Carlton. <laughs> and me and Megan looked at each other and we're like, same. Oh, my God. Same. I did not go for Carlton. I didn't know, even know what that meant. But I knew from that day forward I would be going for Carlton. <laughs> anyway, so we got to sit with the team at the end and sing along and do the ooh to all my loving. Oh, my God. Um, I was positioned uh, at the front in between Johnny Young's legs. Um. Oh anyway, <laughs> so I went on, that was grade three. I then went through primary school and high school as a Carlton supporter, <laughs> never knowing if my life was a lie or not, but I just took Bevan at his word. So 
Um, we cut to the end of 1998, and it's the Mushroom 25th anniversary concert at the MCG. Did you go oh, to that? No, I did not. Um, amazing. Kylie performed. Danny I performed. On seeing clips of it, post. Oh, you, it's. It was amazing. So my friend, oh, you know, Luke, Luke and I went Mm. and we ended up afterwards, Danny was performing at Twister at the palace. (gasps) Rest in peace, Twister. Rest in peace. And the palace. (laughs) So we made a beeline for there as quickly as possible. So we were third row at the MCG. Somehow we got to St Kilda and were front row for Danny's nightclub gig. You know, we, as soon as that was done, we made our way to the car park for, you know, what people our age know as a meet and greet. Yeah. <laughs> that you don't have to pay for. You right. just go you just go to airports, radio stations, <laughs> car parks after dark. That's where your meet and greet is. And so we waited and she came out. She was amazing. We chatted for a bit, got photos, and then I had a flashback to my eight year old self. And I thought, I have to find out. I have to know the truth. And it was, <gasps> and I've gone, oh, I have to ask you something random. Oh, my God. And I said, what, what footy team do you go for? <laughs> <laughs> now, I was pretty inebriated at this point. It was after midnight on a Saturday night. I'd been out since the morning. And with... Out skipping a beat, she goes, Carlton, when I tell you the relief that my entire life hadn't been a lie, uh, <laughs> amazing. Um, I felt validated. I felt seen. Truly joyous moment. So, yeah, that's probably my my biggest Danielle. She'll always be Danielle to me. <laughs> encounter. Much like you, I have a number of Minogue-related running stories. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, I'll I'll share like a couple of my favourites and the first one being the time that me, Ben and a couple of my other good friends went to go to a taping of Australia's Got Talent when Danny was one of the judges. Mm -hmm. And I remember the the call out went, I think it was online somewhere on social media, maybe Facebook for tickets and that they were free and I was like, let's go. And so, of course, we got to the Channel 7 studios, I think in Southbank, um, (laughs) quite early because we wanted to be in first to get, like, a sort of the best seat. Anyway, we got in first, but for some reason, obviously because we weren't there with any of the families participating in the actual competition itself, we were seated last. However, that wasn't a bad thing, because as soon as we walked in, we realised that the last five remaining seats were right behind the judges' panel. No. (laughs) Dead serious. How? No idea. So, we get seated in the last five seats, right behind the judges' panel, right behind Danny. Who else was judging? Red Simons was one of the judges. Oh my goodness. And I will just say this. Me and my friends were saying some stuff about the contestants that I would probably not be able to repeat on this podcast. But the things that we were saying were things that Red Simons was laughing and agreeing with us about. Oh, really? Yes. It was a really, really fun night. But I remember we walked in and John Deeks, who used to do Wheel of Fortune for our international listeners, the guy that used to do the voiceovers for the Australian version. So he was the warm-up guy at Australia's Got Talent. And so we all walk in and he goes, hi, guys, who are you all here to support? (laughs) 
Oh my goodness. And without skipping a beat, all five of us have gone, Danny. (gasps) (laughs) Bless. So she loved us immediately. And obviously she she knew Ben and I from like heaps of appearances before as well. From from previous talking times. So um, she was like really, she was chatty with us in between takes and stuff and got her assistant to go get a copy of Club Disco, which hadn't even been released yet. No. So that she could show us the booklet. So it was (gasps) just fantastic. It was such a lovely night and we had a great time. (laughs) It was a lot of fun. And she was just, she was wonderful. Just like watching her at work. It was just amazing. Oh my God. What year was this? Oh, I can't remember, actually. Um, How amazing. Mm, but um, one of my other ones, I must admit, and uh, you were there at the performance of the GH, weren't you? No, I can't no. remember why I wasn't, but I oh. couldn't go for some reason. Okay, so this is another one of my big favourites because uh, this is when she performed at the Greyhound Hotel. May that blessed Melbourne oh. renew rest in peace as well. Um, but, but obviously by this point I'd met Danny a gazillion times, but I'd actually never gotten the opportunity to see her live. So this was a total come to Jesus moment for me. I'd never seen her live before this night. So in typical form, I was really excited and we all got there super, super early so that we were in, first in line and first at the front and centre of the stage. You know of the course. drill. You oh, know the drill. I, I know the greyhound well. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so excited to finally see my queen in concert. And look, she didn't disappoint. And at one point during the show, she was having a little chat to the audience and I tried getting one of those, you know, those very dodgy, awkward from the crowd selfies with whoever's on stage. Yes, yes. Well, next minute, Danny saw what I was doing and then faces towards me and starts striking a pose for a photo series. No. That I will never forget about. Oh, we need to upload these, I think, to our Instagram. Yes, yes, I will. Stat. I will post them a lot. I will post them on our socials. And, of course, being the dedicated stannies that we all are. Yes. <laughs> naturally, we waited for Danny outside after the gig. Just wanted to have a little chat with her and get some items signed. And I was hauling around my rare 12-inch vinyl single of Love and Kisses. And I'm so glad I did because after she got wind of the fact that we were waiting outside in the freezing cold, Danny came out and got us from, like, the alleyway no. to, yeah, to come into the backstage area from the road so we could one by one, mind you... <gasps> Have a chat, get a photo, and something signed. No. Time and time again, I've never seen a more gracious woman with her fans. She's such a living angel. Was this when she was touring with um, Culture Club in 2016? Yes, it was. Okay. Yeah, because I went to that at Rod Laver, but... I I can't remember why I didn't go to the Greyhound. Yeah, because I couldn't go to the Culture Club gig. Right. So I was so excited that I could still go and see her at the Greyhound and it was her, you know, a headline show. It was just, I was everything I wanted. (laughs) Oh, I see what you did there. Oh, Oh, we are going to be so annoying by the end of this show. (laughs) We're going to have negative subscribers. (laughs) Yes, if that's at all possible. While we're talking about the queen of the clubs, Danny Minogue, Mm -hmm. we did promise that we were going to share some top tens with you all. And tonight I'm going to share with you my Danny Minogue top ten. Now, please understand, obviously, music is subjective. Lists 
even more so. So please, just just bear that in mind. This is just my personal opinion, all right? Yes, please don't come for us. <laughs> <laughs> so at number 10, I have the incredible Love Fight. Oh. Stunning track that really should have been a single, I think, and mm-hmm. with a powerful video as well. It just would have been so dynamic. It was just such a forward-thinking yeah. pop song. And once again, showing when, like, Danny, when she steps out of the box just a little bit and gets really experimental, like, yeah, it's pure magic. Yep. And Love Fight is an incredible representation of that. And number nine, I have the Soul Seekers extended mix of So Under Pressure. Oh, excellent choice. We should let people know as well, I have no idea what is on this list. We have not shared our list. So I'm hearing this for the first time along with everyone else, and it's (laughs) very exciting. (laughs) So uh, the Soul Seekers extended mix of So Under Pressure, I I remember when it being out and I went to a friend's going away party. I can't remember what gay club it was, but it was some gay club that doesn't exist anymore in Paran. And the exchange three mi- faces. This <laughs> might have been one of those, but I remember, and I remember sitting there and look. I this may have been, you know, back in a time when I was still, you know, consuming some party favors here and there. Mm. And I remember sitting there, and I was like, oh, I'm having a terrible night. And then all of a sudden, the Soul Seekers extended mix of So Under Pressure started to blare through the speakers, and let's just say, just kind of kicked everything in for me. Amazing. <laughs> so even though that life is just something that is a very distant memory for me now, when I hear that track, I that particular remix, I do think of that night with very, very fond memories. Oh, that's nice. It's nice when you have, like, really amazing memories with songs. Like, I think that ends up influencing you know, what goes into your top 10 if you've got an amazing memory association with it. Totally. Then I have at number eight, I begin to wonder. Oh, stunning. Now, originally a track by JCA, which I remember Hits FM at the time playing the original when it first came out just as JCA with like the random session singer on the lead vocals. And... Then Danny took it over and it just took on, it was just a much more polished pop dance effort. She wrote an extra verse, really made the song her own. And when you compare the original, which is technically, musically exactly the same, it's undeniable that the Danny version just has this magic about it that the other one just doesn't capture at all. At number seven, this is another remix. The Xenomania Dreamhouse remix of All I Want to Do. Ugh. I remember Paul Dowsley and Lisa Foley used to play that quite a lot on Weekend Siesta on Hits FM and Club Cow when they were on uh, radio as well. And that was one of the remixes that just really, really just shoehorned how much I loved Danny. That era yeah. was that era was a pretty magical one to sort of live through. Yeah. And I remember that song coming out and everyone, even people that didn't really like pop music, everyone was talking about that video. Yeah, it's an incredible video. Oh, my God. Anyway, at number six, moving swiftly along, the 12-inch version of Touch Me Like That with Jason Nevins. Oh. Sampling Sylvester's You Make Me Feel Mighty Real. And funnily enough, 
I, I'm not sure if I'm not sure if we've discussed this before, but the wig that she wears in the video and on the cover for the single was a wig that she borrowed from Joan Collins. No, what? Yes, yes, it's Joan How? Collins' wig. Sorry, uh, there's some kind of connection, and she managed to wear Joan's who, wig who on the, the cover and in the video for "Touch Me Like That." I desperately need to know who the connecting piece between Danny Minogue and Joan Collins is. Right. There's, there's an intermediary and I need to know who that is. From what I can see on the internet machine, it looks like it was one of her old wigs that Danny just got. Oh, that she like bought at auction? Oh, no, or that like she was just at, like, you know, like... at a market, at the same Maybe. market Kylie got her Look, hot pants from. Danny, if you're listening, uh, just shoot us an email and <laughs> let us know. Uh, what was the connection to Joan? I, I'm, I'm going to have to look this up properly. And uh... Does anyone know the connection? Let us know on Twitter or Instagram. Slide into our DMs. Entering the top five now at number five, you won't forget about me. Oh, excellent choice. Another gorgeous video too, I must say. Number four, taking it back here with the Silky's 70s 12-inch version of Baby Love. Honestly, that is such an underrated clubhouse classic. Yes, absolutely. And would not sound out of place in the slightest in season two of Pose. Season three, rather. We've had two seasons already. I actually have the Baby Love 12-inch single, and that club mix has gotten such a hammering on the turntable over the years. Excellent. (laughs) Number three, featuring Reva. Who do you (gasps) love now? Oh, so the what tra- a banger. Right, total banger. And originally, the track is by Reva, and it was called Stringer, and it was obviously just the instrumental. Right. Then, and it was, I remember, I, I danced to it at a few parties, like, it, but obviously oh. on its own, it's a great big trance stomper. But then right. you throw the honey silk vocals of Danny Minogue over the top of it. It was just pure, pure trance pop magic. Yes. And to this day sounds exciting and cutting edge and the life of the party. Like you could play it anywhere and it just lifts the mood. One of the best commercial dance tracks ever as well. Yeah, it's aged so well. So well. amazing. Arguably maybe one of her most remixed as well. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Anyway, at number two, this may shock. But at number two, I have... Danny's version of Coconut. Oh my god, I was so hoping Coconut. I am obsessed with that song. Mm, obsessed. There are no other versions other than the oh, Danny version. Like, I, I, I feel like nobody else really knows that song. So I think I quoted it recently to someone in a text message. I don't even know what the context was. And after I sent it, I thought, that's not even going to register, but... Oh, well. I remember many, many years ago when I was originally on radio back at The Pulse when I was sort of in my early 20s, I did a um, I did a show, a guest show with one of my friends and he sort of played half of the music and I played the other half and we hadn't consulted with each other. Anyway, one of the first tracks he played was the original version of Coconut, and my first track was Danny's. No. <laughs> yeah. And you, and you didn't even know. Didn't even know. So. That's so funny. <laughs> and obviously, you know, the Danny version went just, you know, a lot better. A lot better, obviously. quite frankly. 
Anyway, and of course, at number one, this is also, well, it's not really a remix because it's the extended version, the Flexi Fingers extended orchestral mix of Disremembrance. Oh, I I was wondering if Disremembrance was at the top of the charts. Yeah. What a song. Not just my favourite Danny song ever, one of the greatest songs ever, period. Yeah. Such a bloody great track and I think definitely getting definitely gets its dues these days but at the time was totally overlooked yeah but oh what a track and that full extended orchestral mix just hits all the right spots I'm the biggest fan of an extended version and that particular extended version of Disremembrance is a classic example of the perfect extended version of a dance yeah, pop track. Absolutely. Just truly, truly stunning. So, um, the, I mean, the top 10 generally can change from day to day, but that number one, yes. that number one stays the same. Interesting. Hmm. So that's my Danny Minogue top 10. <laughs> That is a stunning top 10. A stunning. Love it. Thank you. So uh, how about you talk to me about yours now? Okay. I am ready to reveal my Kylie top 10. This was so hard. How hard is it? Oh, my God. Um, And let me preface this by saying I may have chosen other tracks, but I also wanted to put this on a Spotify playlist for everyone and not everything is available on Spotify. So I had to kind of work with that, but I think it wouldn't change too much otherwise. Right. Okay. So drum roll. (laughs) That's terrible drum roll. Coming in at number 10, the iconic One Boy Girl, absolutely obsessed with that. Like, that was my hairbrush in my room, lip syncing for my life song. (laughs) Love it. Absolutely loved it. I mean, the biggest dilemma now is when I'm in the car, it's like, do I rap Kylie's part or... (laughs) <laughs> or I don't, I don't know who actually it's not Jazzy P who does the other rap on the, that I tried to look it up earlier and I'm not sure who it is but either way I just rap both parts um, <laughs> because I can't decide which version to rap why not both I know exactly, exactly. you know she, she co-wrote that that was one of the first um, Rhythm of Love was like the, I think the first album that she started to have an input on mm. and she co-wrote One Boy Girl wow there you go Stunning. What a track. Coming in at number nine, Cowboy Style. Oh, Obsessed with that. The strings in that song are just phenomenal. Steve Anderson and strings, that's my jam. Right, When it comes to Kylie, that whole deconstruction era is exquisite. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Coming in at number eight was when Kylie invented Calvin Harris, as I think... uh, (laughs) You reminded me when we did a show oh my on God, yes. our, our ex special for the record doctor. <laughs> so 
In My Arms is number eight. Oh, what a song. That is, that's one of my favourites from X as well. It's just... Oh. It really is. And oh. I, you know, I am an R between In My Arms and The One and that could change multiple times in an hour. Same! I don't know what it is about the... Not that they're the same track, but... They're undeniably magical. That's the thing. Like, Yeah. Mm. Anyway, coming in at number seven, Jazzy P featuring Kylie Minogue. With the DNA mix of Shocked. One of my favourites, again. Specifically the live in Dublin version. You know when Jazzy P comes shimmying down that ramp? <laughs> yes. Obsessed. <laughs> Absolutely obsessed. And number six, halfway through the countdown, mm. I Believe in You. Oh, with Jake Shears. Yes, Kobe. and Baby Daddy. Yep, yep, yep. I don't know what it is about that song. I... I I have no idea, but I just absolutely adore it. It's my ringtone. I think the special thing about that track is that it, I mean, it felt like a Scissor Sisters track that Kylie took over. Yeah. Which I think is what sort of made that, because it was quite, it's quite ethereal when you hear it. Like it's a dance track, but it's got this, Really, really beautiful, inviting melody to it. That's, yeah. Yeah. Just... Any track that's got anything vaguely euphoric, I'm all over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, um, we're, too, we're pretty much the same in that regard. <laughs> I think so. Um, I meant to say as well, when I was uh, doing my little research today um, on some of this stuff, and I was looking up Jazzy P, because we need to interview her. I don't care how it happens. Did you know that she was apparently on Big Brother UK? Yes, yes. I did not know that. Yes. <sighs> she was uh, She was in uh, Celebrity Big Brother. I'm trying to remember which one it was. Um, I think it's 2014 or 2015. Uh, oh, yes, yes. It would have been 2014. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Real name Pauline Bennett. That's right. We need to make a wish list of people we want to interview. I, I think everyone knows who the two at the top of the list are. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> aside from those. <laughs> I mean, aside from Carol and Ron, well, obviously. That, of, that's obviously. the top of the list, obviously. Yeah, yeah then Brendan. <laughs> yes, that, that's who you meant, right? <laughs> um, where did I get up to? Oh, number five. Mm. What do I have to do? <gasps> Banger! Yes, with a special guest appearance in the video of uh, one younger Minogue. Did you know Danny's in that video? Yes. Yes. So, yeah, I always come back to those two songs. I don't Mm. know why. I don't know if it's... Like, as I was doing this list, I'm like, what songs do I just go berserk if I hear them Live, in a club, on the radio. What do I just lose my mind to? The ones you gravitate towards the most. Yeah, basically. Like, what do I play the most, you Mm -hmm. know, when I log on? (laughs) Um, Okay, we're well into the top five here. Mm -hmm. Number four, All the Lovers. (gasps) Oh, yep, yep. Oh, that that would probably be in mine as well. I mean, what a song. What, I know. What a lead single. That whole era, the more I think <sighs> about it, now that we're like a decade out of it, happy anniversary, Aphrodite. Happy indeed. That whole, the tour, the videos, the album, like incredible. Mm, breathtaking stuff. Absolutely breathtaking. Okay, top three, top three, top three. Into the Baloo. Oh, into the Baloo. Talking to a friend mm. recently about this and he was saying that it, it goes up his list every year, like... 
It's he's like, is it just me, or does this song get better and better every year? I mean, it's a great song, and I know you have we and we've all had conflicting thoughts about the album that it comes from. Yes, but obviously, in the last year or two, I've really completely changed my opinion on on that album, Kiss Me Once, and. I really, really rate it now. Like, I, and Do you? I really love it. And I think when I, when I finally got a copy of it on vinyl, it was because I was just like starting to like re-listen to it again and going, you know, I, I quite like that in it. I quite like that in it. And then, right. And then having the experience of having it on record, that sort of like kicked it into high gear for me. And I mean, there's a lot of stuff on there that I, I do still just have to skip, but for the most part, I do like a lot. Of what's on it. I think it just suffered from, you know, just a few too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. It will kiss me once as a track nearly made my top 10. Well, it would have made my top 20. Like, I sat there, I'm like, is that in my top 10 or my top 20? Like, I adore that song. It could be in my top 20 too, like, now that you've mentioned. What I mean, it's such a beautiful song. That's the thing. Like, it has a lot. The album as a whole has a lot of special moments that you can pick from it. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, and then there's fun throwaway stuff that, you know, you can take or leave, like, you know, sex exercise, which mm. I have a much better relationship with these days. Yes. Look, I think if you take that song for what it is and don't try to take it seriously, it's fine. Exactly. Like, it is what it is. Exactly. I think that's the problem is that sometimes people expect too much from our gals. <laughs> Yeah, like, we don't have to write a think piece on every track and album. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, just enjoy yourself. Oh! oh. <laughs> um, number two, not the US version, the original version of Love at First Sight. Ah, uh, yes, of course. I don't know what that US remix is, but I, I'm, I don't have time for that. Um, <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't know what it is that bothers me about it, but I get really agitated when I hear it. <laughs> like, really agitated. But just that that whole track, like, my greatest memory of that track is being on a cruise ship between Stockholm and Helsinki oh. um, in, a like, a cruise ship nightclub, and for some reason that came on. And just that whole early 2000s era of cargo pants uh-huh. and, you know, just that whole look. I love that song. I love the video. Yep. Absolutely adore it. My uh, memories with that song aren't as glamorous of yours. I I just danced to it in a cage in a nightclub in Geelong. Oh, fabulous. Fabulous. (laughs) That that, that sounds wonderful. (laughs) Now coming in at number one, I don't know if this will come as any surprise to you. I wonder if, do you know what my number one is? I, I think I do, but I want you to, I don't know if I'm going to spoil it if I say it. I don't mind. Have a guess. I want you to confide in me. Oh, you know me very well, Adam. <laughs> I like, I, I jumped around with this list because I'm like, is that number one? And then I kept listening to it. I'm like, it's a masterpiece. <laughs> it like, really is. Everything about it. The video. The whole track, her vocals, the strings. That string introduction. Oh. All of it. And then just like the, the, is it the electric guitar at the end or Mm -hmm. whatever it is? It's just, (laughs) I don't know. It's just, and then there's, you know, I love a Minogue spoken word. Yep. In the middle of a track. And just, it's kind of like, I don't know about you, but my favorite vegetable is potatoes Mm -hmm. because it doesn't matter. (laughs) how you serve it to me, 
I will. I'm obsessed. <laughs> Mash them, fry them, give them to me like as crisps, like literally <laughs> any which way. And I love it. Confide in me. Remix it. Give me the Big Brother 10-minute version. <laughs> give me the original version. Give it to me in French. I don't care how you give this song to me. I will love it Just and I will it devour me. it. <laughs> so the B-sides. I love the B-sides. Yep. Nothing can stop us now. If you don't love me, like... I could go on and we could do a whole episode just on Confide in Me. Mm, we might end up doing that too. It's so timeless. Like that could be released today, that album. And 100%. You, you wouldn't know that it was, what? How God, how old are we now? When was it? 94? Let's not. I, 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 let's not yeah, go let, let's, <laughs> let's not. Let's stop. What was that, 10 years ago, the 90s, wasn't it? That's right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to put both of these lists into a little playlist for y'all that you can find on Spotify and Mm -hmm. we'll link to it and everything. So you can blast or skip if these songs aren't your jam. Make your own list. (laughs) Share your lists with us. We would love to absolutely see what everyone else's top 10s look like or top 15 if you can't (laughs) cut it down. We understand. We know what it's like. But, yeah, no, I'd really, really love to see everyone's lists as well. I'm a big fan yeah. of lists in general. And when it's a list about Danny and Kylie, I'm there even more. Oh, any list. I was saying to um, a friend of mine the other day, because I was like, I don't, I, I've got to do my list and I, I, I don't know where to start. And I'm like, I just want to be that 40 year old guy who consistently lists finer feelings and turn it into love as his favorite two Kylie songs because liking Better the Devil You Know would be too basic. <laughs> and he's just messaged me back. He's like, wow, I feel seen. Yeah, you read him for Phil. Yeah, and then I didn't mean to. And then I'm like, oh, it's you're nearly 40, aren't you? And he's like, yes, and I love Turn It Into Love. <laughs> so do I, and I'm nearly 40 yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I, I, I know who those people are and I'm like, I want... I want to be that person, but that's, they're not on my list, yeah. even though I love those tracks. So <laughs> send us your playlists, please. Love to see them. We would really, really love to see them. Yes. And also don't forget that we are running a poll live on our Twitter page right now at This Is Disco. We want you to help us decide which Danny or Kylie album of the four that we've chosen that we're going to work on for our next episode, episode two. So the options, Danny Minogue, Neon Nights, Danny Minogue, Girl, Kylie Minogue, Aphrodite, and Kylie Minogue, Rhythm of Love. Who will win? Mm. And we should probably tell people when they will be hearing us next. Right, exactly. So we have decided that it will be the first Monday of every month. Minogue Mondays. Yes, exactly. So Minogue Mm -hmm. Mondays with This Is Disco. So it will be a Monday pretty much. We're going to release it so that it's a Monday everywhere in the world. So it'll be like a Monday night in Australia and Monday morning sort of everywhere else. So first Monday. It'll be Monday morning in the UK, I guess midnight in North America if you're... uh, you know, staying up late. Right. So obviously for episode two, the first Monday of April is Easter Monday, the 5th. 
Oh, happy Easter. Indeed. So for Easter this year, you will be receiving an in-depth commentary episode from us at This Is Disco on either Neon Nights, Girl, Aphrodite or Rhythm of Love. And the decision is in your hands. Excellent. That sounds like the perfect long weekend. Pour yourself a glass of Kylie wine, Mm. demolish a bunch of Easter eggs and listen to some Kylie chit-chat or Danny. It's going to be wonderful. Head to our Twitter at This Is Disco. Now, Eliza, before we do go, where can everyone find you on Twitter? You can find me at Ms. Eliza Day, as in M-S-E-L-I-Z-A-D-A-Y. And the same on Instagram. Stunning. And you? Where can we find you? Well, you can find me at... Adam Eve Osmic on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also find me on Thursday nights on Mixcloud for The Record Doctor, which is my weekly radio show, 9pm Melbourne time, Thursday nights. And also, while I'm actually quickly talking about The Record Doctor, we have a disco-themed episode from a couple of months ago that is live on the profile that you guys can listen to in the meantime. And there are also a couple of uh, Kylie and Danny specials that are on the Mixcloud page from when the show was at FM 94.7 The Pulse. So between now and Easter, you've got quite a lot of This Is Disco and Minogue-related content to devour. Excellent. Well, thank you all very much for listening to the first introductory episode of This Is Disco. And Eliza, just quickly remind everyone again about the poll so that they can decide what album we're going to focus on for episode two, which comes out Easter Monday, April the 5th. <laughs> yes, so head to our Twitter, at This Is Disco, where you can have a say in what we're going to talk about. So the choices are, uh, the choice is yours, I should say. <laughs> Danny's Girl, Danny's Neon Nights, Kylie's Aphrodite or Kylie's Rhythm of Love. Amazing. And I think the next episode will also uh, throw up our Tumblr. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We're going super retro. We with are that. going super retro. And This Is Disco has a Tumblr, which is, I think, this is discopodcast.tumblr.com. Oh, I love it. I can't wait to get back onto Tumblr. I really miss it. <laughs> I haven't been on it in so long. Me neither. Oh, uh, well, thank you so much, Eliza. It's been so much fun talking about the Minogue sisters with you. So fun. And I cannot wait to do this again in a few weeks. Very, very excited. And thank you all again for listening. And we hope that you enjoyed and you stick around for the next episode when we get really, really into the nitty gritty of sort of what we're, we're trying to do with this podcast, really. Yeah. Love and kisses. Good night, disco darlings. You're listening to This Is Disco, a monthly Danny and Kylie Minogue commentary podcast with your hosts Adam Eve and Eliza Day. <laughs> <laughs>